This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, June 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Democrats' USMCA concerns get airing. Optimism building on Japan deal and USDA slammed over research. Trump to stand firm on big changes from China. The fact that talks with China broke down in May has not lessened President Donald Trump's resolve to get major concessions from Chinese President Xi Jinping with the two meet this week, an administration official said last night. Trump has been quite clear that he needs to see real structural reform in China across a number of issues and a number of sectors. And nothing about that has changed, according to a senior White House official told reporters ahead of the G20 summit in Japan, where the two leaders will meet. At least one of the issues that China first agreed to in talks, but then later backtracked on, was an agriculture barrier to U.S. exports. That was from Greg Dow, the U.S. Trade Representative Top Ag Negotiator, earlier this month. House panel takes up key USMCA labor provision. The House Ways and Means Subcommittee is meeting this morning to scrutinize one of the critical provisions of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement that Democrats still haven't signed off on as the Trump administration continues to push for ratification. Mexico has ratified the USMCA, and Canada's legislature is making progress on the pact. But many Democrats say they worry Mexico won't live up to its pledge to improve labor standards. Mexico's legislature has already approved the promised legislation that allows Mexican workers to form new unions and new contracts over the next four years, a departure from the government-sponsored unions to which Mexican laborers are accustomed. Take note, two members of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's USMCA working group are appearing at a news conference today with AFL-CIO President Richard Trumka. Representatives Rosa DeLauro of Connecticut and Jen Schenkowski of Illinois. DeLauro is assigned to address enforcement concerns on the nine-member task force. Schenkowski is assigned to pharmaceutical matters. And by the way, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar is the latest Democrat presidential candidate to say that Congress should not approve USMCA the way it's written. She joined 16 other candidates to say it needs to be revised, including Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and Camilla Harris. That according to Citizen Trade Campaign and Advocacy Group. Japan deal in the works? Well, longtime agribusiness lobbyist Randy Russell is bullish on prospects of an agriculture trade deal with Japan relatively soon. Russell told members of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives yesterday he thinks an agreement will be reached by late summer or fall. Russell's optimism seems well-grounded, given the optimistic message from U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer on Capitol Hill last week. Lighthizer went out of his way to talk up the prospects for a U.S.-Japan deal on ag trade. Greg Dowd already is in Japan, head of the G20 summit later this week. USTR to make more sugar imports available. The U.S. Trade Representative's office is officially announcing today plans to shift around tariff rate quotas for sugar imports to try to make more product available to U.S. processors and food companies. Every year, the USTR allocates quota amounts to individual countries, but often those countries can't fill them. 
that's the case this year, and U.S. Trade Representative's office is switching about 100,000 tons out of a total of about 1.1 million to countries like Brazil and Argentina that have the supplies to ship the sugar. The Sweetener Users Association welcomed the reallocation, but said USDA should increase the overall TRQs either for Mexico or the separate quota for the rest of the world. Senate Ag considers CFTC reauthorization. The Senate Agriculture Committee will start the long overdue process of reauthorizing the Commodity Futures Trading Commission today. Joe Barker, Director of Brokerage Services for CHS Hedging, will represent the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives at a hearing today on how the committee should approach reauthorization. Barker's message will be that Congress should avoid making any major changes in how the CFTC regulates the futures market and should avoid authorizing user fees to increase the agency's budget. This time, the reauthorization process might go somewhere since the controversy over CFTC and its implementation of Dodd-Frank regulations has largely died down after an adjustment in direction under outgoing chairman Chris Giancarlo. FDA issues guidance for sprouts. Draft guidance from the Food and Drug Administration recommendations that growers of seeds for sprouting ensure the water they use is, quote, safe and of adequate sanitary quality. Any soil amendments also should be tested to make sure they are free of pathogens. The agency said the guidance is to make the sprout industry, quote, aware of FDA's serious concern with the continuing outbreaks of foodborne illness associated with the consumption of raw and lightly cooked sprouts. Between 1996 and August 2018, there were 50 reported outbreaks of foodborne illness associated with contaminated sprouts. FDA is asking for comments on the guidance until August 26th. Klobuchar Stabenow blast USDA over research. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is catching some heat over a political report that USDA has largely stopped promoting climate change studies from the Agriculture Research Service. The top Democrat of the Senate Ag Committee, Debbie Stabenow, reacted sharply to the report on Twitter. Quote, this is outrageous. Climate change is an urgent threat to our farmers. The administration should not be burying vital research that will help us understand and combat the effects of climate change. While the top Democrat on the Senate Appropriations Committee, Pat Leahy of Vermont, tweeted that, quote, hashtag USDA is shamefully fighting against hashtag science. And in a letter to Purdue, Senator Amy Klobuchar is demanding to know what steps Purdue will take to ensure that climate science research is publicized. According to the report, USDA has issued only four press releases on ARS climate change research during the Trump administration. Forty-five others have not been publicized. During the George W. Bush administration, ARS publicized 61 such studies. USDA's take, will the department provided AgriPulse with its full response to questions from Politico. It said in part that USDA leadership has not discouraged ARS or any USDA agency from using terms such as climate change, climate or carbon sequestration, or from highlighting work on these topics. 
Research continues on the subject, and we promote the research once researchers are ready to announce the findings after going through the appropriate reviews and clearances. So, by the way, the report specifically cites a study of climate change impacts on rice that involves scientists at ARS and the University of Washington. ARS did not publicize the study after disputing the conclusion that 600 million people are sick at risk of vitamin deficiency. UW decided to promote the study anyway, saying it was confident in the findings. Here's today's She Said It. When federally funded scientific research is curtailed or withheld because of its attention to the consequences of climate change, Farmers are cut out of participating in climate solutions and, at worst, unable to effectively mitigate and adapt their operations and infrastructure to its efforts. That, Senator Amy Klobuchar, a Democrat of Minnesota. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, June 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.